Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Manchester United Football Social with full-time Devils. Welcome to the Manchester United full-time Devils takeover here on XS Manchester. My name is John McGrath and for the next hour we're going to be speaking about all things Manchester United. I am joined in the studio by two legends and the smiles are already on our faces but we're going to be on our best behaviour today, I assure you that. We've got the one and only Webby who's here every Thursday. Hello Webby. Hello Joe. And we've got, uh, I mean, the mischievous Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Jay, you're I, back, you're back, you survived Jay. I'm amazed you're letting me back on to be honest with you but yeah, I'm, on, I'm on the best behaviour, I'm under orders. Of course you are. 0345 317625. Come and have your say. Let's talk about Manchester United for the next hour. Something he's going to be touching on is uh, McTominay has got a new contract at Manchester United. Is that good news? Or will we be kind of regretting that down the line? Uh, Rashford, his form has been immense. Can he be better uh, than every single other striker at Manchester United? Is he going to be the golden boy that we look to for years to come? And also the little tie that we've got in the FA Cup. Uh, we're going to look at the history of United against Arsenal. So, Webby and Jay, they're going to come up with their memories and their favourite United-Arsenal memories. Why don't you do the same? Eight double seven double one. Let us know your favourite memories when it comes to Manchester United against Arsenal. And we'll be reading some out throughout the show, as well as some quizzes. I'm going to put you two through your paces tonight. I mean, that was yeah. just a breath of uh, deep breath there by Jay, <laughs> like a pass wind. But anyway, that's it. L three four five treble one seven six two five. Come and have your say with us here uh, on XS Manchester, uh, gents. So, th- since the last show, the unbeaten run is still still at large. Ollie is still uh, doing his thing over at Manchester United. Uh, big news is McTominay has signed a new deal. Good. So that McTominay, let's not forget Jose Mourinho's player of the season, yeah. uh, as his manager of the season. <laughs> the that, inaugural Jose Mourinho player of the season award winner. That he made up uh, at the award <laughs> ceremony. Ten minutes before it started, yeah. didn't he? He had a great idea then, didn't he? Um, McTominay signs a new contract, and for me, uh, it brings up a, a couple of points. He's a young talent that we have brought through, we've seen him play, we've brought him through to the first 11. Um... He has had patches of spells playing for United. First things first, Jay, is he a good player? Overall. 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 In retrospect, no. Listen, he plays for Manchester (laughs) United for a reason. And regardless of whether you think he's good enough, he's a good player, he's a good young player. And one thing that I always think when it comes to McTominay is, I've heard all this before with his critics, with the likes of Darren Fletcher, with the likes of Jesse Lingard when he was 21, that he wouldn't be good enough. Darren Fletcher always reminds me of that. People said when he used to get in the team, oh, he's Fergie's love child, he's only in there because he's Scottish and all the rest of it. He'll never be good enough. And by 2009, when he got, was it 2009, when he got suspended for the Champions League final, we were saying that was the reason we lost. Mm. So, he's young, is he 21, McTominay? 
Yeah, at the moment he's not good enough for Manchester United's first team, but there's potential there, and it, it makes a lot of sense for me to give a young player a contract because I've always said. The problem this season hasn't been your fringe players, your younger players. It's been your core top stars not playing well enough until Ollie took over. So I'm happy for him to get a new deal. I'm not critical of him. I think wait and see what happens with him. Gets a deal. If in a couple of years, when he's 23, 24, he's not kicked on, then you can look like cleverly or whatever to move him on. But at the moment, it makes sense. Do it make sense to you, Abby? Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously, he's been played in out of position a lot of the times. Obviously, the previous manager played him at centre-half, which he never was. Uh, got criticised by United fans, felt sorry for him, but you sign it, you, you get him on a contract, you know, and then uh, see how it goes. Like, obviously, what Jay said about Fletcher, the, the criticism that he used to get, and Jay was spot on about, obviously, in that Champions League final when he got sent off at the second leg at the Emirates. We did miss him, not saying we were going to beat that final against Barcelona, but we truly missed him, and he was part of the midfield, going through the, late, the last stages of Fergie's uh, career at United, so hopefully he'll push on. I think we should send him out on loan now. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe Cowden B for Rangers. <laughs> no, so, no, so he gets, no, so he gets a good run of games, you know, send him out on loan for the rest of the season or the full season next year and see how it goes, so he'll probably end up at Everton. Yeah, you sounded really complimentary about him until you said maybe we should send him out to Cowden Beef. How do respect to Cowden Beef? Have we not seen him play recently? Are they doing well? Very well. All right, I'll stand connected. Very well. Are they? Okay, then I'll could be going to Cowden Beef. McTominay is one of those players that... Are we not going to look down the line and think, possibly he just couldn't make the cut for Manchester United? I mean, he's not a world-class player. But, again... You know, how many players are world-class at that age as well? And we've seen glimpses of it. Let's not forget, somebody didn't have a shocker last season. All right, he got that award from Jose Mourinho because Jose Mourinho wanted to give someone an award, didn't he? Didn't want the keeper. He's getting it on his own again and probably wanted to show that he'd give one young player a chance. So we all know what happened. But he's not a terrible footballer. I think he becomes sort of... A reason, a limited, Jay, but he is a little yeah. bit limited, and he's a, he's, a, he's people like to beat players with stuff. Oh, he's terrible. He's, he's indicative of how far we've fallen. Look at oh, you never would have got in a Sir Alex Ferguson team. Look, look at we've got the likes of McTominay now playing for Manchester United. That's how bad it is. He's a young player. He's a squad player. He shouldn't mm. be first choice. Not even in a million years. But he's a squad player. If he went out on loan, fine. If he's used sparingly in the cups, or if we get a couple of injuries, I'm all right. That let's see how it develops. Let's yeah. try and nurture him and develop him like we've done with other young players who at 21 we weren't sure about, and by the time we're in the mid-20s, they, they come good. We're going to be, speak to Dan, he's in Blackburn. How are you doing, Dan? Hi, all right. Yeah, Hi, good, mate. You want to speak for McTominay? Yeah, I was just going to mention, just listen to you there, talking about him. Um, I mean, I think everyone's got reservations, uh, possibly, about him, but I feel like there's perhaps a, a bit of a hangover from the fact that he's, he's come through um, with Jose, and uh, obviously people have got their uh, their problems with or have their problems with, with him uh, but I, I think people are sort of jumping on his back a little bit too much because uh, there's other players at United who have been given far greater chances uh, perhaps with more uh, foreign names uh, that have been allowed to have poor games or not be a bit, in, be a bit inconsistent through the, the age he's playing at now uh, and we've stuck by them but a lot of people seem to just be getting on his back when uh, I'm assuming I mean Jose's not there now so he hasn't given him a new contract so the, the, the people training him are obviously seeing something in him so I, I don't I don't know why people don't just sort of back off and just let's see what he can what he can do really 
question then. Dan, I know what you're saying there, you're writing some of your points, but I think now he's signed, I think, obviously, I don't think it'll happen in this window, but I think next year, if he's not going to be in around the first 11, that we have to send him out on loan to a good team yeah. and let him have a full year playing football week in, week out. And that'll only bring him on, you know, playing the odd game for us now and again. He's not going to help, like Jay said, the odd cup game, maybe on the bench. We've got to give it, get him to a team which is going to play him. And let's see how, it, how he is in 12 months. It, it, it'll all bear fruits of Manchester United if he does well. One thing yeah, for you, Dan. Oh, go on, sorry. Sorry, go on. Oh, I was going to mention and bring James this chat. Uh, what we mentioned last week is certain players that are coming out of contract. And we mentioned Herrera has not got a long left in his contract and that yeah. we loved him here on the show. If you see someone like McTominay getting the uh, the deal signed, are you worried then that they might be looking at uh, possibly him as their replacement for Herrera? Or do you think that the, the contracts will be getting done bit by bit by bit? Because I would rather get, me personally as a United fan, Herrera signed and, and done for the next couple of years. Dan McTominay at the minute. Now you can, I might be wrong there, or it might not be your opinion, but for me, Herrera was the first person we need to get signed up in the midfield role, and then we look at McTominay. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree uh, on that point. I mean, for, for me, Herrera is one of the few players that are around at the moment who feels like he. he He's Manchester United through and through. You know, it, even though he's been going through this contract negotiation and he possibly could be leaving, every time he does an interview, everything he, he, he says in the interviews is all about Manchester United. And it, 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 that mentality, uh, whereas some players who've recently been a bit on the fence, perhaps about whether they're going to be still here or not, have been a little bit iffy in interviews and stuff. You never get that with Herrera. You, you feel like he, you know, he loves the club and he wants to be here no matter what's going to happen uh, and until the day he's not here kind of thing. So, yeah, 100%, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, I'd love to keep Herrera and, and that would be probably probably more important, but maybe wrongly, because yeah. who knows, maybe yeah, uh, McTominay could turn out to be, you know, uh, absolutely I great. I think... Yeah, exactly. You, you, you never know. I mean, I just think that there's other players who, who've been allowed to have, you know, poor patches of form and, and perhaps even go out on loan places numerous times, and we've still kept hold of them. And this lad's barely played any games, and a lot of people have just written him off. I feel like it's the association with Jose yeah, the, that's that, really pushed that. Yeah. Dan, thank you very much for your call, mate. Oh three four five treble one seven six two five. Come and have your say on uh, the full time devil's phone in. That is O three four five treble one seven six two five. So what did you make about a point I brought up then? Surely maybe getting Herrera sign sealed is better than McTominay? Well, they shouldn't be mutually exclusive. I mean for starters, Cowden Beef are fifth in League Two, so I don't know what you're on <laughs> loaning him to. I've just, go just Googled it. <laughs> must have been corn beef. <laughs> Send him to Cowden Beef. There's a good apprenticeship for a United player. Fifth in League Two in, in Scotland. <laughs> anyway, I don't think they should be mutually exclusive. The day that a club the size of Manchester United can't tie down under Herrera and Scott McTominay is a pretty sad state of affairs. Jay, Jay, we spoke about it last week, you know, under Fergie. We were 18 yeah, months. Agreed. You had to yeah, be signed, yeah. you know what I mean? Or, or you were gone. Wouldn't yeah. let it go down to the wire. No, you don't let it go down to the last year, even if mostly they've got the year option, you know, which I mean, all good he is, and how good he has been since the manager changed. So we should be pushing hard now. What worries me as well, you're right, because if we don't get Champions League football, let's say we let it drag on to the, to the summer or to the end of the season, yeah. we haven't got Champions League football. Clubs that have got Champions League football look at him and say, 
he could do a job for us. They offer him a big deal. Come and play for us, maybe in Spain or wherever. Play Champions League. He's going to be tempted. He, he could be tempted. We do it now. You say, right, listen, you've been an integral part of this team. We want to get you down the long term. This is probably, what is he, 27? He's probably going to be his last big contract. Get him signed up. And then we, we can look, look to build. Because the worst thing that can happen for United now in my opinion, is to lose the players that we've got that we rely on now. You know, we need to build, we need to add, not lose players that are important to us. You look at last year's thing with Fellaini, how we let it go down and he made a mug of us, didn't he? You know, yeah, and you can't fault the player. The player's going to get the best deal he can. It's our fault for, for doing an Arsenal yes. and letting it go. Like you said, Webby, down to the way, because as you mentioned earlier, you know, under Fergie, it was done under Gill. David, uh, David, David Gill. Gill wouldn't have happened. There was no messing. No, no he messing never did this. He signed. Two, did you? Well, you went simple yeah. as that and we got money for you. Easy as that. Uh, get your thoughts in about McTominay. Eight double seven double one oh three four five treble one seven six two five. We're for uh, until seven o'clock talking all things Manchester United. Uh, today the news broke that United are no longer the richest club in the world. Jay, I mean, as fans, you, you, it steals the headlines, doesn't it? But, I mean, it steals the newspaper. They all talk about United not the richest club in the world. But how much that really affect us as fans? Are we that? bothered about it well it's, it's, it's almost it's, it's, it, it's almost a bit depressing to me when you're here with the richest club in the world yeah. and you think Bournemouth have spent more on transfers than us this, this season yeah. and you look at the, the amount of money that's been taken out of the club by the owners and you just think where's all that money going anyway it's not going into the 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 transfer market it's not going into rebuilding the squad and yes I know people are going to say oh we spent 400 million or whatever under Jose but you look at it City who finished 19 points above us last season go out and break their transfer record for Riyad Mahrez and we buy Fred um, Diego Dallot who's a good you know long term option Dallot I'm not knocking him and a third choice keeper it's not enough so we, you know, we need to see more investment. Whether we're the third richest or the richest doesn't matter. What we need to see is more money being spent on players with the right manager. I get that because people go, "Oh, Jose was wasting money on." Uh. So yeah, we need to get a manager in and back him, back him in the, fa- in the transfer market. So going in, back to your question, Joe. I'm not really fussed with third, fifth, or whatever. I just want to see the team being invested in. Nothing to be fussed about, is it, ever? Don't be, don't get me going on that board. <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't, don't get me going on that board. <laughs> you know what my thoughts are. The X-ray version. Yeah. No, it's right what Jay says. It doesn't really affect the fans. Obviously, it does when you see teams who, who are outbidding us for players. You know, it, it does get to you a bit. But like you're saying, we're not going to see any of that money. You know, it's not going to give anything back towards the fans. So. Long it may continue that the board get richer and we it's, get poorer. Yeah, it's, it's almost like things. a double-edged sword yeah. because you know the club keep making money. The owners are going to keep taking it out and yeah. keep hold of the club. And it's a yeah. bit, you know, that's saddening because I think we all agree we want to see someone else coming. Yeah, indeed. So uh, you've obviously got the top of the list goes Real Madrid, then Barcelona. Then we're third underneath Bayern Munich. So I'm guessing what we think is we've we done no deals in this uh, January transfer window. Possibly, uh, we could make uh, some signings in the summer, big signings in the summer, but still, the big the big pot of money might be going on, the manager we get. So, but what we want is just them to put their hands in their pockets, don't we? You look at, I mean, I hate to use an example, you look at that mob down M62, what they did was they got a young manager in, and they stuck with him, and he backed him, and he wasn't, it wasn't all... Rosie, there was people questioning him a year ago. Even um, you know, even when we went there and we got the nil-nil before them, people were saying he's the right man for the job. But they backed him and he stuck with him, and now it looks like it's paying dividends. And that's what yeah. we need to do: is get a manager in, a, hopefully a good young manager, whether that's Ollie or you bring someone else in, and back him, and not just mm-hmm. back him for a season or one transfer window, and then think, oh, I'm going a minute. Give him, you know, get a strategy in place where you think, right, this is what the long-term vision is, and give him the, the money to do that. Because let's face facts. You, you need to spend money now, even whether United or whoever. You've got to invest. 
because other other clubs are and yeah, you, you, City are always going to invest Liverpool investing Arsenal sort of you look at what what Jay said then it's, it's spot on because obviously he's been there for so many seasons got criticism off press yeah. and some fans who I know yeah. but then he addressed his problem and he addressed it in the summer he went out big and bought two positions which they were poor yeah. and like you're saying unfortunately it's, it's looking good for him hopefully it won't come May but he's he's done right, and now that's what United have got to do. Whoever the managers, they've got to back him for three or four years, and then say, right, this is where we're at now. Have we improved? Have we not improved? But you've got to back him and stick with him. You've got to, you've got to give him a chance as well to get one or two things wrong and try again. Like you look at Guardiola, he brought in Claudio Bravo. They didn't say, right, that's it, that's your lot. He said, listen, after a season, he's not the right one. Bring in Edison, okay? So I'm not saying you go out and buy, you know, they spend money, it's a disaster, and then you just keep throwing money at him. But you've got to give him a little bit of leeway instead of just saying, like we have done with the three previous managers, no, you're not good enough, get rid. Because then you get another manager coming in, buying all these new players. So we needed to think a bit more long term. Uh, right, eight double seven double one. if you want to have your say, or give us a call, 0345 Got to take a little break, but this uh, text just in. Hey chaps, love the show, they always say that. On the train, so can't call in, uh, make sure you call in next week. I'm just so happy with the star that Ollie has had to this uh, football club in such a short space of time. He's made me love football again, but I'm very confused about the McTominay news, as I honestly thought he'd be out of the door. I think making the top four rests on centre-backs coming in, Jones and Smalling are not good enough. We can see too many chances. Um, any thoughts on that text? From unknown, who are you? Let us know next time. Make some good points, yeah. but I think, you know, I'm hoping that we're not going to be relying on Jones and Smalling, to be honest with you. I've opened Lindelof and hope maybe Eric Baye can For me, now it's Lindelof. Lindelof's been really good, anyway. And somebody else yeah. at the moment. Yeah, he's got, he's got right. a position and he's playing well. You can't, yeah. you can't not, the lad. It was a bit of a shaky start, but he, he looks, he looks great. There. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. He looks good, so it's either him and someone else. Can you rely on Phil Jones? He is playing well at the moment, but he's got a mistake now, in him. I, I he's got a mistake in him, Jay. Yeah, a big mistake. Even, like the cup final, yeah, giving a penalty away. Newcastle, yeah. A couple yeah. of moments. Smalling's disappeared since he signed a new contract. We don't know where he's gone. You know, when Sammy Rojo, he's, he's not fit enough, you know what I mean? And I like him on the day. Yeah. But we do need someone in. Will it happen in January? I can't see it. Arsenal against Man United, the game tomorrow, we're going to be previewing that. But before that, we've got a little quiz coming in for you. Are you mm. ready for this one? Dead right, dead I'm going to give you a little on. break. you got four minutes to get this, right? Right, go on. So, one of the biggest in the United and Arsenal history, the biggest win was obviously United 8-2. Yeah. Right, you ready? Name that team. Very simple. I'm going to give you four minutes. You've got a name. Between us. Should we do it together? No, no, no. You've got to do it. All right, go on then. Do it yeah, together. Yeah. Do it together. Yeah, we'll do it You've got to we'll name the star in 11 yeah. for Manchester. Easy. 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 Can you Seven do the same? Scored. Eight double seven double one. Uh, name that team with the gents and myself talking all things Manchester United. We'll continue right after this. Excess Manchester. Manchester United Football Social with Full Time Devils. Welcome back to the Full-Time Devils Takeover. My name is John McGraw and we're speaking Manchester United till 7 o'clock today. And make sure if you missed any of the show, you get the podcast just by searching Manchester United Football Social. I'm joined in the studio by the wonderful Jay. How are you, Jay? I'm Who's good, been mate. there, sort of, you know, well-behaved. Jay Mott said on Twitter, if you want to just check him out. <laughs> hey, this time, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, <laughs> throw in. Webby who's here every uh, Hello, Thursday as well. Right, it's Manchester United against Arsenal. It's the yes. big FA Cup game that's happening tomorrow. First of all, I know Webby's fuming. You don't like FA Cup matches on a Friday. No, it's 
obviously the money's it's changed now it should be three o'clock but there you go but friday night down there it should have been saturday tea time maybe sunday dinner time yeah. you know two o'clock is but fa they pay the money so they can't moan no, they it's can't, the fans who, uh, who suffer We'll get more to the actual uh, preview of the game before. We wanted to bring up some Manchester United against Arsenal memories. And where better to start than Manchester United 8, Arsenal 2. I asked you to name the starting eleven before the break. Now, you've been working together as a team, haven't you? Yeah. How was teamwork, Jay? Was it good? It was good. No, 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 right. Who was the dominant one? Jay. I've, no, yeah, my memory's shocking. I can't even remember what date it is, let alone who played in 2012, whatever it was. So, this is all you, Webby, yeah. basically. <laughs> I helped a little bit. I, saw, I said, I got the hay. Right, okay. Are you ready to play? Name that team. Let's go with the goalkeeper, Webby. Spanish Dave was in net. Little tick. Go on then to get oh, the next right, one, yeah. Can you read Everett? Patrice Everett was Patrice Everett, you are correct. Uh, where have we gone? Johnny Evans, Chris Smalley, centre ass. Philippe Jones, right back. Philippe Jones? Yep. We have the midfield of Ashley Young, Tom Cleverley, Anderson, and we've gone for Nanny. Just repeat the, the, the first two. Cleverley Anderson. Cleverley Anderson, would you believe it, but you are correct. And then who? Ashley Young. Ashley Young? Yeah. We've gone for Nanny. Yeah. We've gone for Welbeck. Yeah. We've gone for Rooney. Yeah. 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 Well yeah. well Get in. Would you believe it? <laughs> a round of applause there. Hey. Uh, right, full house, well done. Uh, so let's just have a chat about an actual Arsenal Manchester United memory, Webby. For yeah. you, that one holds up there for me. Just yeah. couldn't believe it. 8 2. Uh, what about yourself? Oh, Arsenal one, United Manchester. Uh, Semi final replay, Villa, uh, Villa Park, yeah. on my birthday. Kingsley's goal, treble year, what a night, you know, to be behind that as as you're watching Giggsy running and out and doing a body swerve with him, you know, and I put that in the back of the onion bag with 10 men, you know, what a night, <laughs> on the pitch, on the pitch celebrating with all the Reds, it was a great night, uh, it's loads really, but you look at that one, you know, and what we went on to do after that, you know, winning the treble, which has never been done since, never will be done in my eyes, you know. And it was a great night, you know, against a very, very good Arsenal team. Who you know. was better during the old game? Arsenal, United. United. Yeah? So yeah. deserved to win. All, all day, Joe. All day. Yeah. Jay, your memories, Arsenal of United against United? One of my first memories, earliest memories as a kid, was a sweaty one man brawl that they had when yeah. they all got points deducted. Yeah. For fighting each other. <laughs> what, what, what was the actual. How yeah, well? I remember. Yeah, it was started with Brian McLaren and Nigel Winterburn yeah. had a bit of a ding dong. And, um,. And then it escalated, and I think the only one who didn't get involved was David Seaman because he couldn't be bothered running from his goal yeah. to get involved. But every single player on the pitch, and what made me laugh is if you watch it, it's like a proper fight. And at the end of it, the referee books one of them, Nigel Winterburn, <laughs> and carries on. Yeah, it's like he just had Royal Rumble. He's out one booking. The game would have been abandoned now nowadays. If you speak to Chucky about it. Oh it's yeah, a great yeah. story about it. But yeah, you need to speak to Chucky. Yeah, that's brilliant. And also these, these these other games. What you look yeah. at? You look at the. Uh, Lee Sharp, Patrick in the Ivory, you know, the oh. League Cup game, I was there that night, you know. That's the 6-2, 6-2, yeah, and he got it back to 3-2 with 3-0 up. And that was a, that was a dominant Arsenal team, wasn't so, it? So, uh, Ivory, you know, yeah. Smith, Mersons, you know, people like that, Adams in his prompt. How and big was that rivalry, though? That, that rivalry was just... It, well, it, it came about, you talk, you're talking now with me about the early 90s, late 80s, but... I mean, my, our kid's 10 years younger than me, and he's got a big thing about Arsenal, because when he was growing up, it was always Arsenal United, Arsenal United. We, I think, was it seven... 
years or seven or eight years, it was just us two that won yeah. the title. Yeah. yeah. And one of my f fondest memories as well was 2004 when they had the Invincibles. Yeah. And we did them in the semi final. Roy Carroll. Yes. That yeah, same, same, same. I, remember, I do remember that as well. Uh, so we've just got the brawl on YouTube here, so uh, I'm just watching it and uh, yeah, it does proper kick off. Uh, I've seen it, like unbelievable. This I'm, is watching that. I'm watching that, I was about 10 thinking that's what will happen every week, that's normal. <laughs> just well, I'm never, go, I'm never playing crazy. football. I mean, you don't get that anymore, do you? The no. sort of fight, but you can still see the the the, the, the in players such as like Herrera and Rashford. Maybe you can still see that sort of not the, not anger necessarily, but that fight in them. And that, Rashford, Rashford, you love seeing yeah. that. Yeah, you do. You like, to see, I mean, Herrera would have been rolling around for about six weeks after getting involved in that. Let's have it right. But uh, yeah, Rashford. I like that about Rashford. I mean, I know sometimes it boils over. We saw the sending off was it against was it Burnley? Burnley yeah. yeah, we don't want that. But we get it. He's, he plays with a bit of an edge, and he's he doesn't take any grief. And he gets kicked a lot, Marcus yeah. Rashford. And you want him to be able to stick up for himself. You know what I mean? We all like players like that, don't we? Yeah. Let's speak about Rashford then. Let's go into more detail. Sorry, yeah, I just saw the two bookings as well there. Just, oh, was it two? Just Sorry. two little bookings. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was one uh, in that absolute brawl. Uh, Marcus Rashford. Uh, he's a player that's just come on. Just, I mean, he's done well this season, but he seems to be given that sort of extra boost when Ollie's taken over. Uh, he's incredible for his age, still only 21 years old. There's a lot of questions about how good he can be. A certain uh, Sam Allardyce oh. touched upon him yesterday. He said he could burn out by the age of 30. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> Sam knows. I mean, hey, that's what he Sam, said. That Sam hey. managed England for five minutes. We, discu <laughs> hey. we discussed that on the show yesterday. Yeah. So listen to the Wednesday club if you want to know about that. But in your eyes, do you see a future striker for Manchester United that'll be there for years and years, and you know, get the ball in the back of the net? Well, I hope so, obviously. But I, I think with Marcus Rashford, he's one of the few players that emerged from under Jose unscathed, if you will, because I thought he actually played really well towards the end of Jose's reign, when he was arguably the only player, maybe De Gea as well, that, that was. He, he put a shift in, he was playing well, he was. He seemed, didn't seem to lose any of his confidence, and he's just obviously kicked on under Ollie. And if you think of a, a coach who can get the best out of Rashford, you can't think of anyone better than Ollie when it comes to sort of finishing and whatnot. I think the only question with Rashford has been, Yes, long term, is he he's going to be as good as we hope he can be? And where's his best position? I mean, he, he can potentially play anywhere. He can play left, right, down the middle. I like to see him as a striker. I think when he first burst onto the scene, for for the first team, I know you've played in different positions, for the first team, we saw him in and around the box a lot. I like seeing him doing that. So, in answer to your question, yeah, I think long term he could be the answer. I, I think he could have a great career ahead of him. He seems to have everything you want. He's got the physicality, he's got the pace, he's got the skill, and, he, and his finishing seems to be improving. So... Long may it continue. Yeah. No, you, you, on, you're spot on, Jay. Uh, obviously, he was playing a lot out in the wing, yeah. you know, and for me, his best position was down the middle, you know, where he started off. But he put, if he wasn't scoring the goals, he'd put a shift in. And I think that's what Mourinho liked. He was tracking back, he was out, and he was still doing it. Now, was centre forward, yeah. you've seen him running back and he's chasing lost cards. And obviously, we, we want him up, up front and score the goals. But for me, he's come on leaps and bounds on the Solskjaer. And long may it continue. He proved that his goal against Brighton, the way he took that, you know, it was yeah. it was classic goal, you know. And I think Lukaku's going to be struggling to get back in, you know. I think Lukaku will play tomorrow night. But I think his number one striker now, number nine, is Marcus Rashford. Definitely, definitely. I think he's, he's going to get confidence as well from having a manager who not only puts him down the middle, but also lets him have a 90 minutes now and again. Because the thing with Mourinho, when he did play him as a striker, he'd sub him money or he'd, you mm -hmm. know, he'd move him around. All he seems to give him a lot more game time and also give him a game time in the right position. But it seems that he prefers being centre forward. You'd expect so. 
Uh, before we uh, go into a, an in-depth preview of Arsenal against Manchester United, it's coming in the final section of the show. Just some other news that's floating around about Manchester United. Unfortunately, I don't know if you saw, but PSG game last night, Neymar... Oh, he's got his sister's birthday off again, hasn't he? Neymar. <laughs> Neymar. Loves that, that February off, doesn't does he? Does he? Does he always have February you, off? If you, look back, if you look back last three or four years, he's got injured and he's gone partying with his sister. Has he? Neymar no. picked up a ankle injury yesterday. This is all in the build-up to Manchester United's game against uh, PSG in the Champions League. Philip Jones would be like that now. Phil Jones. Might have his fit or not. No. Phil Jones will have him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> he'll have him yeah. in his back pocket. So that is obviously news for Manchester United building up to that game. Does it? Do, do you think it makes a difference if he plays or not? <sighs> right, it does. Yeah. Look, do you know what? We, we, we're talking, <laughs> yeah, it's only like Mbappe and Cavani yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Just <laughs> just bit, yeah, obviously it's going to be players. it's going to be two really hard games. But as a fan, you want to see these players at your yeah, ground. Do you know definitely. what I mean? The best player I've seen non-United player at Old Trafford was Messi when oh. we beat him one nil. Scored his goal. That's you know what? Couldn't that's get near him. Could not get near him to see him live was unbelievable and I want to see these players come to my do ground you know, know what I mean do you know what you're out where well, I remember the Ronaldo hat trick yeah. Brazilian Ronaldo yeah absolutely yeah. I mean he got a standing ovation for knocking us out of the Champions League yeah. he does that he was that. just amazing he had everything Gil, Gil wasn't clapping was <laughs> oh, oh young baby Eddie they wasn't clapping the only team in the ground but you spot what yeah, you say Jake you, you see these players on the telly in World Cups and you want them to come and play at your club you know yeah. see him live in the flesh because you won't get a chance again you know no. so may hope he gets fit and he plays and Phil Jones does him <laughs> <laughs> come on Jonesy uh, also uh, talking about uh, the director of footballer role that's been rumoured so much about United I mean it's been coming for ages hasn't it Jay yeah but, but someone's throwing a name in the hat Edwin van der Sar who's been out and about just the rumour circling he wanted the job uh, a bit more concrete to that uh, as he hinted at it uh, earlier this week I mean, Edwin van der Sar, you give, you give someone director of football, who do you want? That's What kind of person do you want? I want someone who can stand up to the board, yeah. who can work with a manager. Like you see, I, I hate keeping referring to our rivals, but you look at what goes on down down, uh, down at Say, that, you know, they, they've obviously got a system that works there with uh, Tiki Bergistan or whatever his name is, and he works with Guardiola and they're both football men and both understand the club and what the, what their goals are. Edwin Van der Sar was a bit of a left field one for that man when his name kept popping up. I thought, well, yeah, he's a legend, but how come he's the one? But maybe it's got some legs to it. Has he not got a position at Ajax? I think so. I know Ajax is no disrespect to Ajax, but not as big as United. But let's get him in. He's, he's well liked at United. You know what I mean? A lot of, I think he do a great job. But it's all these top clubs now. Jay, they've all got one, yeah. and we haven't. So. It's funny how Jose's now insisting he wanted one. Imagine that with Jose as the new director <laughs> of football at Manchester United. I just think that'll go down. Uh, right, gents, so we're talking about Arsenal against Manchester United. So I've organised a little quiz for us. Uh, are we ready for a bit of a quiz? This is the quiz music. All right, right. Is that all right? I thought we'd done it. That was just a warm up, mate. All right, okay. I've spent hours on this. Here we go. Manchester United against Arsenal. A full time, the big quiz. Look at them, the two of them just don't look bothered at all. Uh, like they want to be anywhere it, else but here. Taking turns, well, how's it work? Um, no, you've got to keep this answer to yourself. Right. You're against each other now. Right, okay. In all competitions, who has scored the most goals combined? What do you mean? Against, for United against Arsenal. In all competitions, who, who scored the which most player? goals? Which player? Who scored the most goals yeah. in all competitions against Arsenal? No, yeah, yeah, against Arsenal. Mm. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, go on then. I, I'm going to guess at Runa. Who are you going to go for? Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy, Jay. 
You are correct, unfortunately, <laughs> Webby. Hey, no, get out of town. Wazza does it again. Wazza does it again. In the first meeting between Arsenal and United was all the way, way, way back. It was an epic 3-3 draw. Was that? What was the yeah. year? <laughs> what was the year, Jay? What was the year? The 3-3 three, three draw? Yeah. Um, the first ever serves, meeting. It was, it was April, I think. Um, <laughs> That's the month. That's the year. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... 1907. Okay. 1907? What are you going to go for, Webby? I'll go the 2nd of January. Yeah. 1913. Oh, Jay, you are closest, so I'm going to give yes. you the point. It was 1894, the oh, first baby. meeting. Hey. I was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you ran on the yeah. pitch again, didn't you? It was free free. <laughs> In the matches between Arsenal and United, between yeah. February 97 to February 2005, how many red cards were given out? It's between when, sorry? February 1997 yeah. to February 2005. Webby, you're going to go first on this one. Three. Three. What are you going to go for, Jay? Uh, I'm going to go higher. Four. <laughs> You've done Webby right in there. <laughs> Webby, unfortunately, you're wrong. It was seven. Jay's the closest. You should get more... <laughs> You get my, what's up, baby? You what should get. <laughs> I've been at that. Hey, man, you've this been at like that. This is easy. United against Arsenal. They beat the uh, United. Ended Arsenal's invincible yes. run. Yeah. Who scored the two I'll goals? Who scored the two <laughs> goals? Go on, now, you tell me. Uh, Rooney penalty. <laughs> and, and Paul Scholes. Rooney penalty and Paul Scholes. What are you going for? I know one was a Rooney penalty. There is one more name I need. Is it Luis Aha? No, I tell you it was. No, go on. Webby wants to change well, his answer. Hey, hold on. Juan Sebastian Verón. What? Van Nistelrooy. Van Nistelrooy. How many guesses is he having here? He's oh, gig skulls. <laughs> what is your right? Final two from you, Webby. <laughs> Rooney penalty. No, 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 no. Van Nistelrooy penalty. It's Van Nistelrooy penalty. He's made up when he missed one. Van Nistelrooy, Paul Scholes. Van Nistelrooy, Scholes. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I know it was Van Nistelrooy penalty. I'll go Van Nistelrooy and Jason Park. Go Jason Park. You off your head. I've got to give him a chance. Right, you've only got one. Both got Van Nistelrooy correct, if you didn't figure that one out. Was it Saha? No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't Saha. One more answer for the win. This winner takes all. Gigs. Gigs, and who are you going for, Webby? Skulls. Skulls, I can tell you it was Wayne Rooney. So <laughs> both Alan Smith crossed it for Alan him. Alan Smith oh, crossed it. Oh, he remembers now, him. doesn't he? He didn't remember yeah. what it mattered. Oh. Uh, I think Jay won that. Well done, Jay. Yeah, well, oh, done, mate, Jay. you could have had that then. Well you? done, Jay. Yeah. Oh, do we get, do we get anything? No. Uh, <laughs> right, this is the XS Manchester uh, Football Social. Right, a big preview of the game that's happening tomorrow, mentioning players that have travelled and the players that who haven't. Uh, this is uh, the full-time Devils takeover. Webby and Jay previewing Arsenal in the FA Cup tomorrow is coming up right after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment. You can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Manchester United Football Social with Full-Time Devils. Welcome back to the final part of the show. We are talking Manchester United for about, about we've got about another 15 minutes, so that's a perfect amount of time to talk <laughs> about Manchester United against Arsenal. Some Arsenal-related news, I know it's a United fan uh, show, but uh, Thierry Henry uh, has been uh, suspended from his job as Monaco manager. Um, I don't know what that kind of means. They're going to decide on his future, but you know, as an ex-Arsenal striker, we thought we'd bring it to you. We'll have a bit of a laugh there, couldn't we? Uh, I'm with Webby and Jay for this final part. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, uh, Jay, you shine off your trophy there that you just won. Yeah, United against you know, Arsenal quiz champion. Paul Shaw, but mate, proper good I did that. Yeah, proper good I did. Make sure if you've missed what we're talking about, we did a quiz for Arsenal and United, and you can get the podcast Manchester United Football Social. Search that we're you get your podcast from and then just give us a download um, and then uh, give us a rating as well how, how much do you think you should be rated today Jay? We, out of what? a five <laughs> stars five I'll, stars I'll tell you tomorrow when the abuse starts rolling in on Twitter then, then we'll said pass nothing controversial uh, yet yeah. I'm, um, I'm uh, watching myself we've got 11 minutes to go yeah. <laughs> so it could so happen there's still time oh, United against Arsenal it is uh, down at the uh, Emirates it's going to be a kickoff on the BBC, so you all get to watch it. It is Friday night, which is kind of, I mean, 50-50, whether you don't kind of like that. It's not the classic FA Cup way, <laughs> but it's not really about it anymore. It, it's going to be difficult for some of the fans to get back, isn't it? Some of the, the is the last train gettable? It's, no, the last train is not gettable, plus also the motorway's shut. Nah, happy back, days you know. then, I suppose. So it's a re-round trip of about 30 miles, so you're probably looking, time you get away from there... Probably looking at getting back in the Manchester about three, four o'clock in the morning. Absolutely disgraceful, but yeah. there you go. They've had the money, so we can't complain. And it, it was the biggest draw what was made in the in the round of the cup. So it was down to the telly. BBC have first option. Bang Friday night. There you go. They've had us over with tickets as well, haven't they? Well, there's and we were speaking about it before. And obviously, if there's a draw, then obviously replay at Old Trafford and Arsenal demanded the full nine thousand. Now I'd stick them up in tier three. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that, but, yeah, but it's won't happen because you know what? United as a club will fold and give them what they need. But that's another that's another show. That indeed, uh, we'll make sure we bring it to you. Uh, right, Manchester United. Let's have a look at the squad. So some news coming out that David De Gea will not be travelling with Manchester United. Now, whether you seemed, I mean, me and Jay had the same sort of uh, feelings on this, but you seem more calm about it, uh, Webby. When I said that, you like you understood that David De Gea will be rested. For Tuesday night, more important game Tuesday night. But he can play both. He's a goal Could, if he gets in, we've, got a, we've probably got the best backup keeper in the country, Jay, and he deserves a game. But he's, I mean, but you remember the Emirates last season, David De Gea. Yeah, he was, but I, 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 for some reason, Jay, something, something tells me that Arsenal are not going to go really, really strong. They've got a lot of injuries. 
Yeah. You know, they picked up a bad injury the other night, didn't they? The, the fullback, who I think is a great fullback, yeah. Bellerin. Yeah. You know, so they're going to, for me, they're going to miss a match because I think now the FA Cup is that far down the line, <coughs> it's top four, so whoever they play next week well, is more important. I, I get where you're coming from, but for me, and I've said this on this show for, since you've had me on, it's about trophies. And it's about it's us. Yeah, I don't like care what Arsenal want to do. Wembley Let them, like if they want to forget about trophies, that leave them to it, more power to them. But I don't. I want to win but, trophies. I want our clubs to win trophies. Course. And the FA Cup's our best chance. Of course, but you look, you look at it like uh, Liverpool the other week at Wolves. Now all those fans have travelled, was it a Friday night at yeah, Wolves yeah. or whatever, Monday night. Yeah, yeah, and he puts, out, he puts out a team like that for someone who's under pressure to win something. You know, he puts Maybe. out a team like that and, and they come unstuck, you know, but they're evidence is like when we're going for the league which you can understand but uh, but the, the thing is right I could get it if it was say say he rested Marcus Rashford even though yeah. I wouldn't agree with it I could say alright you've got games coming thick and fast he's a striker your goalkeeper can play every three days he can Are you, especially someone like David Day who's yeah. super fit he doesn't need to be rested and I don't think Sergio Romero particularly needs to get a game I think he's quite he understands he's behind the best goalkeeper in the world and he's alright with that mm. so it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me yeah we could be sitting here next week we could have beat Arsenal 1-0 so Romero could have played really well and we say oh you know happy days but I just think David Day's such a good goalkeeper he, he saves you so many games <laughs> and he could be the difference between us not winning a trophy yeah. and then sat here in May thinking oh you know it's been a wasted season and lifting the yeah. FA Cup saying it's been a successful season especially after the start it's just a gamble not worth taking for me yeah. True, so, yeah. I just think United are going to sign up. You think Arsenal might put a, a slightly weak inside out. I just think Oli will approach the game. If you, up front, you know, Rashford saying he didn't make the trip down. Yeah, I think Lukaku will play. So he's, he's that will Lukaku. Play. Sanchez, yeah, I think Sanchez will play. I think they need games, you know, and this for the, this game could spur Sanchez on because he's going to get dogs abused by the Arsenal fans. Yeah. And people react to that in a, in a... Well, I know if it was me, it would in a strong way. I'll show them <laughs> what I can do. You know, and yeah. people going back to the old clubs, it's happened against us. We've had ex-players coming back, aren't we? Yeah. You know, and long mate continued yeah. some money, you know, yeah, yeah. at the Emirates. So, I think United will go quite strong. Obviously, the three... I couldn't get that on Phil Jones. hasn't travelled, you know, like, he's some kind of superstar rapping now. Rapping, <laughs> you know, you know, but we... Jones. <laughs> But you look at Bailey will come in and who plays at fullback? How bad was Shaw last week? Will he be fit enough yeah, to he was play? Ill, he? Was he Ill? Yeah, he was, was ill, Ill, so he'll be fit enough injury. to play. Yeah. You know, expecting a good game. You know, expecting the us to beat him. I really fancy us. You know, even though it's down there, and we get out of eight, and then we get a decent draw in the next round away. No, if, no, go I, on, think, I think it's good. You know, you mentioned the players there that you got. It's not like especially up front. It's not like we're talking about players you've never heard of. Yeah. Alexis Sanchez and Romelu Lukaku. Yeah, you know, even though Lukaku's had his, his problem, he's still a £75 million striker who yeah, started sweaty old goals last year. What do you think Lukaku is in his mind when he sees Rashford, this young United player who's doing well, who's scoring goals, who is a mank, who's loved by the fans, when he sees him, do you think that motivates him? Or do you think he's that type of player? I, do you I think he might even demotivate him? I think he might yeah. demotivate him, you know. And I think That's was, not good, though, is I it? Was, it was telling at the weekend as well, because he was going to come on, wasn't it? Yeah. They got a goal back. And all he's sending back to the stands. Yeah. And I wonder if that plays on his mind, it's like, hang on a minute, well, it's, it's a bit close, we'll bring you on in a bit when it's a bit safer or whatever. Yeah. I don't know the sort of things out here. But I think he does, I've said this all season, for me, Lukaku looks, he doesn't look like he's lazy, he looks like he's lost confidence. I also think, Jay, obviously, with the centre-forwards, 
the goals they bring, the more confidence, the more no. they feel happy in the team around the play. And if you're not playing, you're not scoring goals. I think no. that doesn't help as well, you know. And I think he's one of those players who needs an arm around him, yeah. you know, wants to be in the headlines, you know. And it, you can't not Rashford at the moment, no. you know. Rashford is a number one striker at United end of at this present moment time. Now Rashford could get injured, could get suspended. We need someone to come in, so that's why he's got to play tomorrow and still prove to the manager and the fans that he's hungry enough to play for this year, which I don't think is a problem. No. But he needs to play and he needs to score and if there's one one striker that knows about being a fringe striker and making yeah. it count it's only going to Solskjaer so yes. you know he'll be telling him listen doesn't matter whether you're starting or not you're an important part of this team go and put I a problem in you. my head yeah. for Tuesday night yeah. You know what I mean? Looking at the uh, point of view from the manager, Ollie's got this FA Cup coming up. Yeah, he's got a big, he's got a big old game on Tuesday in the Champions League. But realistically, does he? Does he? Burnley. No, Burnley, oh, no, Burnley. They wished in the Champions I'm, League. No, yeah, they wished in the Champions League. He got a game on Burnley. <laughs> it's then like, we got. <laughs> saying it's like a foreign country. I'm thinking about Paris Saint Germain game. So I'm just saying, there's two cups he can win. Yeah. The Premier League's out of reach. Does he mm. see him winning a cup? Because he wants a United job, let's not lie. Yeah. He wants to be Manchester United manager. And there's nothing that would help him more than a bit of silverware. Yeah. So does the FA Cup help him more or does a good run in the Champions League? I mean, it could be very difficult to, for us to win the Champions League, if anything, it would be a miracle. Yeah. But winning the FA Cup is more doable, so is he not going to just throw a bit more towards the well, FA Cup? I had a thought so. I mean, let's face facts, it's the, it's the, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's the easiest trophy to go for. It's the one you're most likely to win. We can beat any... English team on our day mm. on our day we did it last season yeah. we even beat City at the at the Etihad we can do it we can beat we can beat any team on our day so English team so yeah I think that you were looking just like to say that in case someone clipped it up gonna edit that bit out <laughs> here we go let's not start going down that road again eh? there's only so many hours in a day I can uh, respond to Twitter <laughs> abuse but in, in the Champions League, you look at if we got through to the if we got past Palace Saint Germain, I think that's an achievement yeah, in the Champions League considering where we're. But in the FA Cup, getting knocked out to Arsenal would be a massive disappointment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it really would. That's why I was wondering if he's going to just you know put a bit more to it because we all do love a bit of a cup run. But you, like you say, maybe he, David De Gea has been rested. Rashford's not going up, but I can understand that as a young player, he needs a bit of time. Um, we just got to sit back and watch how it goes. I think, like you're saying, the, the rest of the team will pick itself. You know. Even though Tuesday night, because maybe one more say Matic might come out and not play on Tuesday night, have him on the bench. But I still think we'll go stronger than Arsenal. Mm. Uh, the starting eleven, you know, I think they're. What bench about Arsenal? What about yeah. them? You said Jay just before we came in, they had a bit of a rough patch, didn't they? When they you started, it's very it's weird, isn't it? Right? So they had a twenty-two game unbeaten run. And at the end of it all, they ended up like they were fifth or something, weren't they? It was like <laughs> unbelievable, amazing how they did it. Uh, you can have that longer run and not 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 be higher than they were, but I know so a lot of it was in the cups and whatnot. But they've, they, I think that with Arsenal, they've sort of flattered to deceive a little bit. I think and also I think they're still waiting for for Emery to in, really truly stamp his 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 personality on that team. He's, yeah. he's sort of done it a little bit, but I think he's obviously he's, he's had changes like oh he's going to make changes, and I think there's because they've had Wenger there for so long, it's going to take a little bit longer. We know they've not had the investment that they've wanted. It's similar to us. I think the, the, the problem is Arsenal, they must get back in the Champions League this season. You know, after being it every single year, because yeah. like we drop out, say Chelsea and uh, Liverpool, they've been in it, what was it, 22 years, whatever, on yeah, the bound, yeah, yeah. and they've gone out of it and the fans weren't happy. They stayed away with the feet, you know. A lot of the games last year, they reckon it was Shocking. only half full. Like you know, it was behind closed doors. Yeah, when and, I you know, when the, let's give it wrong, Arsenal are a big, great club with a great tradition and great history and 
in league and cup competitions and the Thursday night was like it doesn't bear well with their fans so I, I think if you asked an Arsenal fan but, what would they rather want is top four in FA Cup but do you think that maybe they're in the Europa aren't they yeah. they could do what we did couldn't they under Jose that's a good route for them into yeah. the Champions League because let's face facts Jose put all his eggs in that basket in about December he's yeah. yeah. gamble though isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah it is Jose a gamble could have taken because he yeah. knows what he's doing some yeah. big teams coming into it now though. Yeah. we're quite lucky with a draw one yeah, yeah, draw yeah, all the way through and you're looking at the Arsenal team what they've put in there it has been a very very young team really but will they swap it if they get later in the competition and that prize at the end are getting in the Champions League if you like did the United did well behind fourth but let's see what teams uh, both get picked some on it'll be interesting Gents low score prediction Webby 3-1 3-1 let's go prediction I'll go I'll go with 8-2 United 8-2 you know, <laughs> I love like that right Gents thank you very much Jay what's your Twitter for people to follow RFFH RFFH yeah Webby <laughs> Uh, United underscore Webber yeah. and there's no bad comments from me it's silly <laughs> what outburst. do you mean silly outburst it was no a... it wasn't you're just saying it in, in general you're a, yeah anyway this has been the full time Devils Takeover thank you very much gents for joining Thanks, us Joe. Thanks, great uh, job as well Joe yeah, let's not forget you enjoy your gig tonight yeah, enjoy Joe well, you've earned it you've earned <laughs> your chicken song. wings Joe Jeds, I will do thank you oh, I'm supposed to be off the chicken wings and the booze excess Manchester you follow them from the stands you follow them on the telly Follow them in the pub, and now you can follow United here. Play my flash briefing. All the latest Manchester United news is now available as a daily update via your Amazon smart speaker. Just search Manchester Football Social in store now to get the latest news from Old Trafford whenever you want it, without even lifting a finger. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.